Hi, hello, and welcome everyone to this another edition of the Sugar Frosted Podcast. Ooh, this is a spooky one. <laughs> this is a spooky one, guys. I'm Are, scared. Already scared, yeah. All right, to the left of me, John Perdue. Hello again, everybody. And also to my left, Scott Biting. Hello. All the nights... The night, the, the, okay, the days are so short now that it is dark at four o'clock. <laughs> it's not exactly <laughs> true, but we don't live north of the Arctic Circle. It feels like it, okay? <laughs> it really feels like it. So the days are getting shorter, the nights are getting longer. It's getting chilly outside. Ooh, I like chilly. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. I think I do. I think I know what this means. Flannel shirts. Halloween. Oh, it is getting spooky time outside. Do it again. There we go. There you go. Ooh, got a little organ. This is our special <laughs> Halloween episode. <laughs> you can get the get the crow in there. That's good. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about all things Halloween, we, you know, um, all the uh, the shows that did a special Halloween episode, and we're gonna um, I, I have on there some some of the made for TV movies and some uh, groovy seventies Halloween specials. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait a minute! This amateurs can stop moving. They're no one down. So yeah, we're gonna be talking about Halloween, all things Halloween, as far as pop culture goes. No, how are you guys? I don't know if you guys know it. I like Halloween. What? I've heard. I've heard a rumor about that. Yeah. No. <laughs> So does it uh, piss you off when people say Halloween isn't really a holiday? <laughs> well, I mean... It's a lifestyle. It, 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 honestly, as a holiday, predates Christmas. Yeah, I, I, well, yeah, but is, does it? Yes, it does. Christmas as we know it. Right, right. Before, well, you know, it, as it became, when it became Christmas, I mean, there was already Halloween before that. Right. And now, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I see a lot of anti-Halloween things coming up on, ooh, we don't practice Halloween, we don't celebrate it. It's the devil stuff. And Who doesn't I, practice Halloween? The yeah, people that celebrate just... Jesus-ween. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about favorite Halloween candy? Anybody got? Um, yeah, and this is going to go against the grain. Mm-hmm. Bit of honey. Bit of honey? Yes. <laughs> Well, why not Mary Jane? <laughs> <laughs> Slowpokes. Slowpokes. <laughs> what the hell? We, we, what's why don't we about? eat normal candy around here? <laughs> you know, what's great about those is uh, you can buy one and it lasts you for <laughs> You never have to buy another one. <laughs> Later that year. <laughs> eating it in May. <laughs> What about you? You're not getting away with this. What do you? Well, I, I I I do like the Reese's peanut butter cups, the pumpkin. Oh yeah. The, the pumpkin shaped ones are so much now better. See, when you change, when you start changing, I'm I I 
Reese's cups are my kryptonite. And they're not Reese's, by the way. It's Reese's. Reese's. Yes. And I said Reese's. Yeah, I know you did. But that, that made me think that you pronounced it correctly. When people start talking about Reese's, the man's name is fucking Reese. It's Reese. Possessive Reese's. Anyway, when you start toying with the ratio, when you start changing the shape, it changes the way the Reese's taste to me. Really? So like the little Reese's Christmas trees and the little Reese's dreidels and the little Reese's dreidels. I don't remember the Reese's I don't remember the dreidels. It starts it starts to change. Made you out of Reese's. It's Reese. Anyway, yeah, I wasn't count. I was I was really more thinking of my non-chocolate favorites. Um, obviously, if you get a you get a full size Snickers, you're in like flat. Oh right? yeah, yeah. You know, but who does that anymore? Were, were either of you guys uh, fans of like the, the the wax lips and the, the wax <laughs> fangs? And or the uh, yeah, well, what a, yeah, and the the bottle cap, the bottles of yeah, the wax bottles, bottles of pure, yeah, pure, pure sugar, toxic liquid inside yes. <laughs> that you greedily lapped up and didn't ask questions about. <laughs> yes, yes, candy cigarettes. Also, oh yeah, candy cigarettes are great. And the big league chew. Oh, <laughs> yeah. never got that at Halloween, but I always wanted it. Um, but yeah, you ever get fruit when you were a kid? Did you? Ever I used to get boxes? apples. See, raisins. The tiny boxes of raisins. Who the fuck wants raisins? Yeah, I. The I same people that, that would too. hand out pennies. I got that too. It's like, come on, man. Who wants Sunmade at a time well, like this? Well, you know what the the weirdest thing was when you uh, you used to empty out your bag and there would be individual pieces of candy corn. I'm like, who the fuck gave me a piece it's of like candy a, corn? It's a parade of just tossing candy out. I'm disappointed. I never had drugs in my candy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's the other thing that's all, always on um, Facebook is be careful because now they, they, you know, they're putting this out and it's actually pot. And I'm like, nobody's like giving out edibles. Out edibles no one's giving out edibles. It's expensive, right? <laughs> You're not... Kid, right. They aren't trying to get your kids hooked on pot because, A, it's not possible. <laughs> Check your kids' candy. I found a whole city of Detroit in my Snickers bar. <laughs> like, you spent $840 on edibles? <laughs> yeah, man, it's Halloween. <laughs> Check your tree, man. Check man. And 15 kids later, I'm out. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, all that shit's just silly. And uh, remember, you remember we have a... Uh, some places call it a devil's night, and some places call it a damage night. And, What's that? And we called it cabbage, cabbage night. Cabbage night, yes. Which was the night before Halloween, and you went out and uh, my soaked windows, and uh, well, now where I was from, you would shuck corn. What? You shuck corn, put it in a brown paper bag, and you would throw a handful of corn at people's houses. Now, when it hit an, an aluminum storm door, louder than shit inside the house. Seems like a we lot of work. Like oh, it was. <laughs> we, we would shut corn for a week. <laughs> Fucking delinquents, man. <laughs> God. We just celebrated that. We, we come from different parts of the guy. I grew up in Florida, so we just had Halloween. We didn't have any, like, pre... Joe, you didn't have... We, uh, didn't, do, we didn't vandalize houses or anything like that. <laughs> with, with corn. So, with corn. <laughs> we, we kept our corn for eating. <laughs> We were so, corn rich like that. 
so why was it called Cabbage Night? I, I don't know, and I, I actually looked it up because um, we always called it Cabbage Night, and I looked at then uh, Wikipedia said that, uh, and it was weird because it was like parts of Boston and parts of New York called it Cabbage Night, and Northern Kentucky. That's weird. Yeah, just Northern Kentucky, along with Boston and New York. Isn't that? That's odd. That's isn't odd. It? It's a very odd geographic anomaly there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, that was that, that was definitely a thing. Um, but let like I guess let's go ahead and get into this. Sure. What do you want to talk about? Uh, let's start with the the special Halloween episode of of different shows. Okay. So here here is a list <laughs> just to start us off. Mm-hmm. Here's a list of sitcoms that did not have a Halloween episode. Oh, okay. okay. Gomer Pyle, USMC. Green, Pyle! Pyle! <laughs> Green Acres, Three's Company, One Day at a Time. They uh, didn't have a Halloween party at the Regal Beagle? No, believe it or not. That's yeah. horseshit. <laughs> so, One Day at a Time, CPO Sharky, <laughs> Maud. <laughs> wait, wait, what is CPO Sharky? <laughs> oh, that was uh, oh, Don Rickles. <laughs> He was a CPO in the Navy. <laughs> I threw that one in there because I knew that was going to get you. <laughs> Maud, Mary Tyler Moore, uh, Too Close for Comfort, and oddly enough, Seinfeld. Seinfeld never did a Halloween episode. I can see that. Yeah. They um, weren't. But Curb Your Enthusiasm apparently did. I didn't research that one, but apparently, even oh. though Larry David, because that's the common thread there, there was a Halloween episode apparently of Curb Your Enthusiasm. But I'm going to have to look for that. Yeah. Because that sounds pretty funny. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but just about every other sitcom did that. Did a Halloween episode. Some of them did multiple episodes. Like, um, we were talking in the green room earlier <laughs> about, about Roseanne and the, yeah, all yeah. of the... the yeah, and, uh, and Home Improvement. Home they Improvement. Did, they both did multiple. Did them almost every year. Cheers did three. Halloween episodes. Yeah. Um, of course, The Simpsons had their Treehouse of Horrors. That's every year they did that. Um, so, yeah, they're sort of on the pantheon of, of uh, Halloween sitcoms. They, the writers or the producers or whomever just embrace the Halloween lifestyle, as they say. We may have to get into a few of those. Yeah, I think we should probably do that. Yeah. But first, I want to bring up... Um, the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, I, 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 I'm glad you did because... That Halloween episode is hysterical. <laughs> 1962. That's right. I, and I think this was the first season. Yeah. And, and of course, all, all Halloween episodes, of course, on, on TV shows are like the fourth or fifth episode of that season because, mm-hmm. you know, they started in September. Yeah, right. And so now this one, the, uh, the Clampets were... Uh, they were missing home. They didn't know anybody. Yes. <laughs> and they decided to start walking around on Halloween <laughs> and start introducing themselves to neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. And so the, the, they go to the first house, and she opens up the little... Uh, what do they call Sli- those the little, little sliding doors? Door yeah, you, little, you get to see your face, half your face. Yeah, I don't know, like flappy door. <laughs> flappy door. I'm gonna go with flappy door. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and uh, so she thinks they are trick or treating. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a brilliant. I, saw, I could imagine in the writers' room, like, hey, I know. Well, what and well, my favorite line on that was she's looking through this little door, and she goes, "Aren't you a little big for this?" And he goes. I'll say, I don't think any of us can fit through that door. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, they go in, and she gives them Halloween treats and some really killer-looking uh, pulp. Yeah. Uh, pumpkins <laughs> filled with candy. Uh, but the one thing, okay, the, 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 the Clampets had never heard of Halloween. This is a two, three thousand year old holiday. That's one of the plot holes. But Ellie knew the rules of football. She <laughs> bragged about making three touchdowns and kicking two field goals. So she knew that. Never heard of Halloween. Yeah, this kind of that episode is, is like a like an SNL skit where they just kind of keep doing the same joke over. And yes. Over. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I tell you what, I, 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 I was uh, I was like, ah, oh, fuck! I got I guess I need to watch this episode. And I was pleasantly surprised because I, I guess the early episodes, I forgot that they were actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. And they, there was an appearance by Jethreen, <laughs> which is Max Baer wearing a dress. <laughs> And uh, and the, the the wonderful B. Benedict as uh, Pearl. Yeah. Uh, Jed's <clears throat> sister, I think. I think sister. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This was this was, and we'll get into this a little bit. A uh, little bit of a different tack on the tried and true storylines that all these sitcoms did for for Halloween episodes, which is Haunted House. Yeah, you, yeah. you usually had a, a slightly spooky episode. Yeah. This one was strictly dealing with Halloween. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's good. That's a good one to start off with. <laughs> Along the line, what about Andy, the Andy Griffith show? Mm. <laughs> the Haunted House. And that one's called The Haunted House. Yes. Yeah, so just, just to go into a little bit of what I was just talking about, here are the titles of some of these um, sitcom episodes, uh, Halloween episodes for okay. these sitcoms. Andy Griffith Show, The Haunted House. Leave it to Beaver, The Haunted House. <laughs> um, different strokes, a haunting we will go. Um, Which took me about wheelies. <laughs> yeah, right. And then um, there's, there's a couple more that are just, well, here's one. It's, uh, Happy Days, Haunted. Yeah. So, uh, and then a lot of them are trick-or-treat. Uh, uh, the, the most cumbersome one is Bewitched. To trick or treat or not to trick or treat is the name of the episode. <laughs> and, and I think they had an episode called Twitch or Treat. treat. Oh, yeah. Which is hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> Twitch or Treat. Right. Yeah, for the be- we might as well talk about the Bewitched. But. So, um, so they had like five. I could see that because it's, it's well, a show about a witch, right? I mean, it's, it's basically a Halloween <laughs> the, series. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, the thing with Bewitched is it was sort of a parallel for a mixed marriage. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because you're right. To me, it has always felt like a metaphor for a, a mixed marriage. Yes. And this episode in particular sort of goes into... Wh- which one are you... Are I'm you? sorry, to trick or treat or not to trick or treat. Okay. 
Um, Eudora is upset that Samantha um, and, and the kid are they're celebrating Halloween in a stereotypical witchy fashion. Yeah, and yeah, that's kind of groundbreaking. That that sort of uh, on because I have both uh, I have trick or treat and witches night witches are out, which are both the same sort of thing. Where yeah. Andorra is is pissed off that they are celebrating Halloween, and and Samantha says she doesn't like Halloween because of the stereotypes right and and yeah. and she like in one she opens a box and there's the ugly uh witch face cut yeah. out and right it's like right and it's, and it's it remind like, me of blackface oh, shit yeah, yeah exactly that's exactly what they are getting at right uh, uh on the episode I'm like damn i never thought of bewitched as being multi-layered <laughs> and it fucking was wasn't it <laughs> yeah I mean, and it's it's ground. I mean, they, people weren't they weren't talking. I mean, they they veiled it obviously. Yeah. But it's kind of thinly veiled. I mean, you can see pretty much right through what they're right trying to think if you cared to look. You know, that's the other thing. Back in 1962. Yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously, I hadn't watched Bewitched since I was a little kid on right. on reruns after school, so I didn't think about it. But after watching these, I'm like, holy shit! Now, now I get it. Yeah. Right. Um, so they're still doing, you know, blackish, you know, that just jumping ahead five decades. It's like, okay, did you see the episode where, you know, they weren't, they, they're not black enough for the father? Yes. It's like a very stereotypical thing, but it, it kind of goes back to, it, it examines those, those stereotypes and, yeah. and how you don't want to be associated with them necessarily, but you still want to maintain, like they wanted to maintain their witchiness. Yes, um, but they didn't want to be stereotyped as <laughs> right, you know, right as being old hags. Right. And, Although Endora was kind of like that, to be honest. <laughs> and, uh, but let's be honest. Awful. She was an awful person. Yeah, she was. Uh, she treated Darren like shit. And yeah, both and Darrens. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Which one? Said, <laughs> and both Darrens are dicks, right? Uh, yeah, but <laughs> Dick, Dick York, and Dick Sergeant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, and they both did. Well, <laughs> guess what was on in syndication in the seventies when I was watching TV? Bewitched. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that was a good. One. That's a good. One. Those two are good ones, just because they're a little bit different than some of the other some of the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Since we touched on you, we talk about Roseanne a little bit. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Roseanne is not my favorite sitcom. It for me personally, it hits a little too close to home for growing up. But I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but because Roseanne was your mom, <laughs> Roseanne was more like my dad. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, it's it's a fair it's a fair point. Um, but yeah, the in a lot of these 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 sitcoms with the, with the special, it was like. The adults get into the situation where they celebrate Halloween as adults, which is AKA they're at a costume party, right? Right. And Roseanne, they they did these incredibly inventive costumes, right? There was one where they, they did kind of a French Revolution theme where I guess John, uh, John Goodman or Dan Connor is holding Roseanne's head. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Very elaborate creative costumes. Now my question is, 
the premise of the show is they're, they're, they're poor. They're flat broke. Right. They're poor. Where do they come up with thousands of dollars? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good it's point. A yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you said, yeah, it's yeah, like, wait, yeah, aren't yeah. these guys poor? <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't be poor if you didn't spend $2,600 on a Halloween costume every year. <laughs> and, and the premise for both uh, both the Roseanne Halloween episodes and the uh, uh, tool time, the, the home improvement, uh, home improvement uh, they were basically the same premise. Mm-hmm. The Halloween party yeah. and dressing up and something right. went... Something goes, something goes socially amok. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. There's always a, somebody commits a social faux pas, and it's, that's kind of how. Or the, the, the spouses bicker. Doing a, a, a trick on them. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, they, you know, they, they stuck with it. They did, they did one pretty much every year. I don't know about the reboot, as I never watched the reboot, but... Um, I had to be. I I watched the show. Every, you know, I I watched it some. Um, yeah, yeah. Same. Laurie Metcalf was good in it. I like I like her as yeah. an actress, so um, I would watch that. And I, of course, I like John Goodman. Everybody likes John Goodman, right? Well, yeah, yeah. It's hard so, not to like. Yeah, it's hard not to like John Goodman. So. I, just, I I always found Roseanne grating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the her her delivery, everything was just grating and. And back when the show was on, I, I, I remember asking, like, why is everybody supposed to be afraid of her? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because she said smart-ass one-liners, right? Uh, yeah. Like, I, nobody would be afraid of the, the large lady in polyester. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were annoying characters. Both the kids were annoying. All three of the kids. Even DJ was annoying to me. Um but yeah, the, both Beckys were annoying, <laughs> and uh, Dar- I guess Darlene, yeah, she was pretty annoying. They're good actors. They they did, you know, it's kind of like, you know, married with children. They were supposed to be annoying. Right? I like the second Becky better than the first. Oh yeah, the second, yeah. So was it Sarah Chalk that was the second one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The first one was. Ugh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't like her at all. But yeah, and the, and she ended up on Scrubs, right? Correct. Yeah. She did. yeah. And when I'm getting my uh, lineage. Elliot straight there but yeah they have to they have to be given credit though for, for doing the oh, with the yeah. episodes so um yeah then we have uh, and and it, it's crazy that both shows didn't do it because of course you had the monsters yeah and like the adam stanley and the monsters it's like you didn't it was i guess it was like shooting fish in a barrel to do a yeah you, Halloween. you almost didn't <laughs> need one <laughs> Right, yeah. But the, the, the Addams Family did um, Halloween with the Addams Family of 1964. Oh, they did. Okay. Did they dress up as normal people? <laughs> well, they they did. Um, the, the family goes all in for the festivities, including Bobby, bobbing for live crabs. <laughs> <laughs> and dressing up in much too startling costumes. Uh, Wednesday, Don's pigtails. <laughs> and a cute dress. So yeah, Tim Pugsley, a mustache, and a business suit. <laughs> dress right. Yeah, right. So yeah, they. they and uh, in, in this one, uh, there were two bank robbers that uh, took refuge in the house after their car broke down out front, and one of them was Don Rickles. <laughs> of course. <it> was. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> 
Um, Talk about the Treehouse of Horror. Ooh. Which one? Well, they right because there, there were thirty-two of them or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think we're up to thirty-five this year. Yeah, it's incredible. So no one apparently loves Halloween like the writers for The Simpsons. Um, I have to admit, my favorite part of the Treehouse of Horror things are the fake names that they give them on the credits. Oh, on the, on the, on the <laughs> James Hellbrooks and all that, all that. Yeah, shit. Matt Groening. <laughs> yeah, Matt Groening. Right. <laughs> Just like bad dad jokes one after mm-hmm. another. Um, but um, they, all of these Treehouse, and there were for those of you who amazingly haven't seen an episode of Treehouse of Horror. There are three stories. The basically what you would they're broke the act break breaks the story. So yes. there's three stories. Um, so each one is based on a, a parody of something horror horror related or Halloween related, right? So some of the stuff they've done they've done the Raven, The Shining, Child's Play, Pet Cemetery, um, Soylent Green, even. Yeah, um, and the Omega Man, which this this oh. one, it's called the Omega Man. Man, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, so the Omega, you, you know the Omega Man, right? He, he's a it's like it's kind of like the I Am Legend thing where he yes yeah, yeah. so okay yeah he's, he survives a pandemic and he's all by himself so yeah well actually I just sent you guys um, a little still I took of my television on. Charlton Heston's uh, The Omega Man. Oh, yeah. And it was listed under black exploitation. <laughs> I was coming up with these categories. <laughs> I saw that. I that. <laughs> how does that resemble Shaft? Like, I, I, yeah. Have you, have you seen The Omega Man? <laughs> Netflix. Oh, my God. <laughs> black exploitation. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. Um, but my favorite, I have three favorites since we're, they, they split up into three. Um, two of them are from the very first one. That is The Raven. The, ra- oh, the, the Raven, Raven is absolutely brilliant. They, they should have, I don't want to say they should have stopped there. No, because they, they had a lot of great ones. They had a lot of great ones, but they were never going to do that again. That was brilliant. So those of you who haven't seen it, they did. The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Um, Bart was The Raven. Mm-hmm. Um, Homer was the central character, and James Earl Jones was the narrator, and he was just flawless. It was just un- incredible. Dan Castellaneta's is reading of that when he starts to get frustrated and scared. It's it's brilliant. You have to see it just because it's it's literature meets pop culture in the best way. And they they tell the they they, they recite the poem verbatim verbatim. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, I never get tired. I never get tired of seeing that whenever it's, it's on. It's like I got, I got. It's the the Raven, the Simpsons Raven is on. I got to see it. Um, oh, it's fantastic. From that same one, Hungry or the Damned, <laughs> where Kang and Kodos are. Wait, 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 they have talked. From to serve man from uh, Twilight Zone. Right. Yes, and the whole uh, the whole shtick about the book and the <laughs> dust the on the book. Space dust. <laughs> <laughs> how to cook for humans? How to cook for? How to cook for forty humans? Or how to cook forty humans? How to cook for forty humans? <laughs> Hilarious! And then how they're they, when they first abduct them, they're sucking them all up into the ship, and they got because <laughs> <laughs> the too heavy, and they have to deploy the second beam. 
the shinning is the third one. Oh, shinning! Well, that one. <laughs> the shinning is dirty. Obviously, of the shining. Um, so. Give me the bit, Mark. Give me the bit. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, groundskeeper Willie, who's the most underrated of the Simpsons characters, is the central character on that one. So, um, I think that's where we first learned that he was ripped. You know? yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Jacked. Yeah, he is. She is super jacked. And um, doing CrossFit for ten years. Oh, okay. It wasn't that one. It was the one, the episode where Groundskeeper Willie was um, like uh, Freddy Krueger. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. That was brilliant. One of my favorite lines in that is Homer goes in to adjust the thermostat because everybody's hot, <laughs> and <laughs> there's a sign that says. Don't touch Willie. <laughs> Excellent advice. <laughs> I remember that. That was really funny. And then at the end, when, when Willie turns to dust, and then he becomes okay again to sweep himself up. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Some of those were downright creepy. Do you remember the, the CGI one where he's... Yes. That was really weird. He gets up in that vortex, and he's walking around that that town and he's like he's all scared (laughs) it was uh, they made a big deal about that episode well yeah Yeah. I mean that's when 3D stuff because 3D meets real D that was real cutting edge yeah yeah that was really cool it was really cool but a little bit creepy Uh, but it's Halloween it's supposed to be creepy right well that's right and and some of the other was that the same episode where they did it was the uh, poltergeist Yes, that was the, um, what was the other, that was, because I feel like that was a bad, bad dream house. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it was the same episodes. So it was the Raven, Hungry of the Damned, and Bad Dream House were all the, the very first one. So hard to top that, but they did a pretty damn good job. Yeah, and uh, uh, you all, you mentioned the Omega Man, and then they had... Uh, <laughs> Omega Man. <laughs> Clown Without Pity. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I almost put Clown Without Pity in there, but I uh, Starship Poopers. Yes, I know what you diddly did. <laughs> I remember that one. Uh, let's see, Hex in the City. Yes, I remember Hex in the City. Um, the writers are genius. Yeah, Frankenstein. But this is Frankenstein with Professor Frank. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Frank. Frankenstein. He'll make you laugh. He'll make you think. Yeah. <laughs> the Ned Zone. Yes. Remember the, 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 obviously, a spoof on the Dead Zone. Um, uh, you gotta know when to Gollum. <laughs> uh, I've grown a costume on your face. <laughs> One of my favorites, I, I, I and it's a well, I wanted to say newer, but I guess it's not anymore. Yeah, uh, it's the Grand Pumpkin Mill House. Which, oh, <laughs> that yes. one was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, don't have a cow, mankind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, th- th- there were so many really, really good. Now, I um, here recently this past week, I watched maybe the last five or six. E- not that great. Not, yeah. Yeah. 
you know. Well, the show the show's been trying to jump the shark for a decade and a half, but it hasn't quite done it yet. It hasn't. Um, <laughs> it's on its way. You just kind of feel it. But there were a couple of storylines in them that were okay, mm-hmm. but nothing like they used to be. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. It's hard to stay that creative for three decades, right? Well, you yeah, know? and. They had a hell of a. I mean, I, I would say the first twenty are. Yes, right. Really, pretty damn. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's an obscure one. What's that? Mash. Ooh. Yeah, Mash did an yes. episode called Trick or Treatment. Yes. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-two. Um, of course, they get choppers. Choppers. Um, <laughs> one of the injured is believed to be dead, but is actually just comatose. And has a, has a, a toe tag yeah, on, right? right. Was yeah. this an Alan Alda directed? It sounds like an Alan Alda directed. I didn't check that, but yeah, it definitely sounds like Alan Alda. One of the interesting things about this one is this episode has Andrew Dice Clay in it. That's right. Yeah. It's, and also David Logan Steers. Or, no, or, uh, George Went. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Now, did he, did uh, Andrew have his like no, leather jacket on and oh. smoking cigarettes? Oh, oh. I tried to watch one of his stand-ups once. Uh, yeah, what was going on? With I, I, he was so popular. I'm like, I've heard of lowbrow, but I'm, this is no-brow. <laughs> this is unibrow. Yeah, this is unibrow. I mean, that was just, it was terrible. It was terrible, and it was it was funny because it's like, what? Where's the, there's there's no, like, there's got to be some sort of clever turn of phrase or something, right? But there was none. You know, the, 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 uh, right, you look at that and you look at the whole. And it wasn't done ironically. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just picturing it in MASH. <laughs> he was, uh, cor- he was a, dr- he played a drunk in that, like a that Corporal Hrabowski or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but, um. Yeah, that was an that obscure one. They didn't, you know, Mash was on for what eight, nine seasons, ten seasons, and then they, they don't. I think that was the only Halloween episode that they did. Yeah. So. Um, Hell, we could do an episode on Mash at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, how about uh, News Radio did a did they? Yeah, Halloween episode. I News really Radio, liked that show. News Radio was really funny. I think it's a very underrated sitcom. Maybe you consider, you know, who was in it. And I and I, I actually like fucking Joe Rogan in it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Joe Rogan, Phil Hartman, uh, the kids in a hall guy. Can uh, Dave Foley. Yeah, Dave Foley. Andy Dick. Andy. Uh, yeah, even Andy Dick was good in that. Yeah, you know. And uh, what's his name? Uh, the burly guy. Um, the know. boss. Um, yeah. We were just talking about him on the. Episode that we've recorded a while back ago. Yeah, a long time ago we recorded that episode. <laughs> and he was, he, he was the yes. Who? What? Milton? Stephen Root. Stephen Root. That's right. The boss that's right. I forgot about that. Um, so the the the, ep- the uh, episode deals with the news team. They normally um, produce the, the the annual Halloween party for the uh, for the station, but mm-hmm. they they got snubbed and. You know, Stephen Root's all he's in a dither because he, you know, of course it's funny because it's, you know, Phil Hartman and those guys. Um, news radio wasn't really long on long enough for, unfortunately, to establish more of that. But all interaction when it was Phil Hartman, Stephen Root, and Dave Foley 
when it was those three. Fucking gold. Yeah. Uh, every every minute of it. Gold. Yeah. I, yeah, I loved... I really missed that show. I missed that show. It's It just wasn't on long enough. It's like there's some shows... You remember when Phil Hartman was walking around with a walking stick all the time? <laughs> <laughs> and then Dave Foley hated it. So he took, uh, took tape and taped it to the building outside the window. <laughs> and then... Hartman's looking all over for it, and he goes, "You magnificent bastard!" <laughs> you can almost see him saying that like Troy McClure. I'm Troy McClure. You magnificent bastard! Remember the episode where he's trying to quit smoking, and <laughs> he ends up in his office that you know the enclosing glass, and you look over, and it's like it's just all filled with smoke. <laughs> he's supposed to be smoking, not smoking, but he's not. You know, it's glass, so it's transparent. Anyway. Um, but that was a, an obscure one. The, the MASH and the news radio. Gilligan's Island did a did one. Was it Ghost of Go-Go? Ghost of Go-Go. And uh, Richard Keel. Yeah. Rick, uh, full of corny jokes. You know, well, almost vaudeville. It was Sherwood George. <laughs> right. Bob Denver was Dracula. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was sort of a dream thing. Yeah. They had their, you know, the Howells are staying in a haunted house. And, you know, it's a complete departure of the whole... We're gonna get off the island thing. This is a very weird episode. Yeah, but it was funny, and in, in the fact that, you know, the the professor was Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, very very strange. Bob Denver's like, maybe we should invite him in for a bite. Ah, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, this that kind of shit. <laughs> Don Wells was the girl I like to bang. What's that? John Wells was the, the girl, girl you like want to bang? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she played that in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> she played. Well, Tina Louise was the good in that as Bob Denver's, uh, Bob Dunn, Gilligan's wife. You know. Well, everybody, I, I, I was Team Marianne the whole way, man. Yeah. I, I thought think she that, was. In retrospect, a lot of people were. Then, you know, that girl, her old girl next door. I think she recently passed, right? She sad. did. Yeah. Fuck. From COVID. COVID. That's right. Um, yeah. Who, who is Team Mrs. Howe? <laughs> or, Any, or Team Thurston Howe? <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Any, Bueller? Anybody? Uh, now the Dick Van Dyke Show did one. Yes, they did, and it was a. It was. It was got it was scary. Did it kind of creepy? Yeah, it was scary. Which is a, kind of a departure from most of the sitcoms in the '60s. They were all, and they did a real creepy episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, called a ghost of a go- the uh, ghost of the ghost a, of a chance a chance that's right and uh, so so they they go to a uh, a lodge where you get these cabins and they, like they get there lodge, and they say well it, it's all all sold out there's no place except this except one. this one it's down by the lake it's its own cabin but it's haunted well or, or or they they say a guy died in it right isn't that what it was well he said it's haunted oh he did say it's haunted okay yeah. And uh, so Rob is laughing it all off. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so they wind up going there, and then the uh, rocking chair starts rocking by itself. Yeah. And you see some face with a mustache in the mirror. Yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. Uh, a fire starts by itself in the fireplace. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and it turns out to be like a candid camera thing uh, was going yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. 
but they abducted like they would they snatch yeah, body and yeah they would snatch them yeah snatch them behind his doors man I I watched this the other day and I swear I forgot how funny Maury Amsterdam oh, was Maury Amsterdam was hilarious he was so damn funny his his takes his his delivery his his, his scared shtick was fantastic yeah. Yeah, he was brilliant. He's a good writer too. I mean, he was just every everything. Anyway, he was Dick Van Dyke has always been effusive in his praise of Maury Amsterdam. And oh the yeah, great guy. I mean, the, 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 they used to call him the Cuban joke machine. Oh yeah, long before Jackie the Joke Man, Martling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was the real deal. Yeah, I would imagine he you know came up in the Catskills or whatever. Should your light be blinking? No, it's it's it's, okay. it's right. It's fine. Okay. We're recording. Okay, I, I was just performing my duties as assistant engineer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just making sure we don't embark too far on this journey without going to because it was blinking at one. Point. It was blinking at one point. That's what freaked me out. Anyway, um, so yeah, um, the Flintstones did one. <laughs> <laughs> they well, I, I guess really they did two. Oh, did they? Wh- which one you got? I have the. Uh, which one do I have? A haunted house is not a home. Right, which was basically a parody of a house on haunted hill. Yeah, right. Um, like if, like the whole the whole store uh, tired premise is like you can. You're going to inherit this mansion if you can stay one night in a haunted house. But what I don't Uncle, understand. Uncle Giggles. Yeah. What? Uncle Giggles. <laughs> Uncle Giggles. I'm not staying at Uncle Giggles' house. No. That does not sound like a good time. That's <laughs> a very bad time. And I, I, I did not rewatch this one, but hearing the laugh that he did, I want to think Howard Morris probably did that voice. <laughs> So what was the what was the other Halloween episode when the Gruesomes moved next door and oh yeah yeah weirdly and Creepella Creepella <laughs> clever names <laughs> and Howard Morris did do the voice of weirdly on that okay episode. okay here I this begs the question why why would you want to inherit a house that's haunted if you don't if like if the stipulation is you can have it if you can bear to stay in it for a night. How? I mean, offer me that. I'm going to stay there. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess you could sell it, but who wants it if they know it? I don't, I, there's, there's just too much, too many questions I have. <laughs> too much baggage. <laughs> too much, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Um, Do you have a house like that that we can stay? In <laughs> <laughs> a haunted house. You can have it if you can stay one night. And of course, you mentioned uh, the Happy Days episode from '74. Yeah, um, yeah, that was called the Haunted House, right? Uh, uh, haunted, haunted. Yeah, um, Richie and Joni visit a haunted house. Well, the uh, Ralph Mouth is having his annual Halloween party, and they choose the uh, the local haunted house, this abandoned house that everybody says is haunted. Well, they have it there because they figure, you remember the demons? They were in, uh, they were the, the gang that was in like the first two seasons. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they had the, 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 the chubby leader of the demons named Bag. 
ever back. So they, they, they wanted to do it in this, uh, this abandoned house to uh, prevent Bag and the demons from crashing their party. Uh, Why are you named Bag? Because I'm shaped like a bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had a couple of, a couple of silly scares, you know, the, uh, the rumor with the headless woman and so... Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they see a uh, a woman coming down the stairs without a head. Yeah. And of course, it was Bag. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I thought it might have been haunted by like Richie's older brother. <laughs> so when so looking at that, it was it was like, do you remember? There was a I was just a Chris Farley thing. Uh, remember? Do you like that part? <laughs> We were watch, We were doing a podcast. And, and we and it, it was Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Did, was it spooky? Did, did, did you like that? <laughs> but there was a there was a Disney record, one of those Halloween records mm-hmm. that had Ron Howard on it. Remember that? He did. He did, he was someone that was going with a girl to a visit a haunted house. And yes. I saw that. I was like, okay, I, I feel like there's a correlation here. I have that on vinyl. Do you? Yes. <laughs> sure you do. Because <laughs> you have everything on vinyl. <laughs> it was the, yeah, the uh, Haunted Mansion when uh, the Disney Haunted Mansion attraction oh, first opened. Okay. So there was a bit of a tie-in there. I see. I gotcha. Okay. Um, so that was Haunted Happy Days. Um, Brady Bunch did one. <laughs> Fright Night. Fright Night. Night. <laughs> <laughs> this was the dumbest thing because it was basically... We're gonna, we're the boys, and we're gonna scare the girls. And boys against the girls. The girls are turn, gonna turn the tables and win in the end, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so, yeah. They, you know, they just recently sold the Brady Bunch house, right? Did they? Yeah. Sold it for, I don't know what the price was, but it wasn't cheap. I don't know if I would want to live in the Brady Bunch house. To be honest with you. I. Well, they had just re, re, uh, renovated the whole house and oh, yeah. made it look like. Back Wait, that was they did that for uh, it was like a TV, like the TV yes. story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they did the Simpsons that way. They did the Simpsons house. They did the Christmas Story house. Um, apparently, I guess the Christmas Story house was like people actually lived there, and people were getting tired of. They yeah, so now it's, people going up and taking so now they sold it as like a commercial. Okay, yeah, I would get the hell out of there. Yeah, because so. it's in Cleveland. Oh, it, <laughs> was, it was where they they uh, filmed the exteriors was in Cleveland. Okay, um, and then in the movie they mentioned that they lived on Cleveland Street. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Uh, <laughs> that's good. So now, um, so Fright Night, yeah, we there's just not much. Oh, really that, just, yeah, uh, you, they, you have the 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 uh, they rig up the ghost coming down the stairs, you know, floating down the stairs on yeah, the wire, right? Um, and then what Marsha does the thing up in the attic mm-hmm. where I don't know something starts moving up there when the boys are staying up there, yeah, and then Alice freaks out and breaks the bust of. Uh, Mr. Brady that Carol had been working on. Her. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> she was such a klutz, that Alice. <laughs> but Mel loved her. Was it Mel? Mel, yeah. Yeah. The butcher. Now, who was who was who was the, the cook in Alice? Was his name also Mel? Vic Tabak's character. Was it was it Mel in uh, the Brady Bunch? 
It was Sam. Sam the Butcher. I yeah. No, because I was thinking of Vic, because they, they're kind of similar. Didn't, didn't not to get off on too much of a tangent, we wouldn't do that, would we? Oh, God. No, <laughs> but, no, no. But wasn't no. Sam the Butcher in those Charmin, like a Charmin commercials or one of those commercials for toilet paper or something? No. No. Not but, Mr. Whipple. It was somebody, he, he, never mind. It was some sort of. Now, his name was. Sam, we thought we could. No, him. but I mean the actor. I, th- I want to think, <laughs> his name was Alan something. And he was he was like he showed up in um, at the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, he was like a television character actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Alan Griffith Melvin. Show. Yes, Alan Melvin. Alvin Melvin. Okay, he showed up in all kind of things over the years, but he wasn't in any commercials that you can. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, you get him. Get on it. I don't recall commercials with him. Yeah, I might have been imagining that. I mean, I was four. You know, four-year-olds make shit up. <laughs> now, um, I got one. Yeah. Uh, the Muppet Show did a Halloween episode. Oh, did they? See, I didn't see that one. Like, you're talking about the early, like the 70s Muppet Show. That yes, okay. the variety the show. Time. Yeah, the variety show, right. Uh, which was, they had Alice Cooper. Yeah, doing the schools out. The, yeah, so he performed. I did see that one, yeah. Uh, and he was a played a character where he was the devil's assistant and was trying to get people oh. to sell them his their souls. Oh, okay. I think for, I did For fame and fortune or whatever. Yeah. And um, I, I was reading this thing with Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, at first, because they, they said that um, Jim Henson wanted him to, to do it. And he was like, I don't want to go. We've been trying to work up this whole persona where I'm evil and all this. And how is it going to be if I'm acting with puppets? And he goes, you, <laughs> yeah. know, you know, who else has done this? And he goes, well, Christopher Lee and Vincent Price have done it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to there. <laughs> That's right. And um, so uh, he was talking about... Uh, was one of the, his, his favorite times. Uh, he goes, you rehearse for, rehearse for a week in London, and after a while, the Muppets were people. You were talking to them. <laughs> he goes, hey, you're talking, and you're going, what are you, do, what are you doing for lunch, they'd say? Lunch today. And they go, I don't know. What are you thinking? And you're actually talking to him Because <laughs> Miss Piggy would say, you want a Diet Coke? Because I know you're not drinking now. <laughs> he goes, yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah. You know, he goes, you'll wind up having these conversations <laughs> with these puppets because you, you stop thinking right. that they're puppets. Right. <laughs> That's so hilarious. On a side note, Alan Melvin was in a commercial for Liquid Plumber. Oh, that's right. Now, that I remember. That's what I remember. I mean, really, I know that looks like revisionist history there. <laughs> I just remember seeing him in a commercial of some sort. Oh, you said um, toilet paper, liquid plumber. Yeah. yeah, kind of the same concept, right? Um, not to touch on Cheers too much, because I don't think I ever saw any of the Cheers Halloween episodes, but some of the names of the episodes are funny. Diane's Nightmare and uh, Bar Wars 5, The Final Judgment. Oh, man. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think I even read about that yeah. one. That's, that's great. Or, uh, did you watch Cheers? Did you like yes, Cheers? Yes, I was a big fan. Okay, I, I was also a, a big fan. Um, until it got, I think until Fraser and Bebe, what was Bebe's name? 
Baby New Earth. Baby New Earth's name on the show, though. It was oh. Lilith. Lilith, that's yes. right. Um, that was a little hard when they came on, but you kind of got you kind of got used to it. Um, and I didn't like when it, it jumped the shark with Curious the Alley. But anyway, just loved. I love Cheers. I mean, it was such a good. Oh, yeah. I, I, but I never saw any of the Halloween episodes. And then uh, you remember when uh, what was his name? Dan Hedaya would play as Carla's ex-husband. Yeah, Jay Nick Thomas. Tortelli. Oh, that's right. I thought that was Jay Thomas. No, he he played her current husband. Oh, okay. He was the ex. I got you. And he was married to uh, uh, Casey Kasem's wife. Okay. She played uh, his new wife. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good show. I missed that. Um, Woody Harrelson got his start on that. It's hard to believe some of these, where some of these people get their starts. Oh yeah. You know, it's like the the Tom Hanks syndrome. (laughs) Yeah. And you didn't see that coming with bosom buddies, but somebody else did apparently. So, um, yeah. So yeah, I didn't, like I said, I didn't see much of that, but they they did more than one. So, do you want to diverge off into the Great Pumpkin? Sure, we yeah. can talk about the Great Pumpkin. Yeah, um, it's a little bit different than because it's a TV special. Yeah, right? that was a special. Yeah. Yes. So I'm sure you have copious notes on TV specials, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there weren't as many... As you thought. Um, because a lot of these this Halloween, Halloween stuff was couched, in, was couched into a sitcom or, or, a, yes. or a show. Yeah. You know, like the Simon and Simon Halloween special. I mean, I don't know if there was Simon and Simon. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, but the Great Pumpkin was, obviously, that's the, the gold standard. And, yeah, uh, 66. Oh, yeah. Not long ago. Had, had a, again, had the, the great... Uh, Soundtrack by uh, Vince Guaraldi, mm-hmm. Guaraldi, yeah, uh, all the flute stuff, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, those those Peanut Specials soundtracks were great, weren't they? They were. They were fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I I, I never get tired of hearing. Yeah, I mean, it's good. The soundtrack, I it's fantastic. Yeah, um, and they they had the running gag of I got a rock. That was it was yes. great, um, and then uh, what I didn't realize is, uh, you know, they did the little little side stories with Snoopy as mm-hmm. the World War One flying ace, right? And that is what popularized Snoopy as a character. As it was it really? Yeah, yeah. He was the Red Baron, Baron right? The Red Baron. That's right. Oh, no, he was fighting against he was the Red fighting Baron. Fighting the Red oh, Baron. that's right. Yeah, and then. Um, Oh, the other thing was that was the first time they did Charlie Brown kick, trying to kick, kick football. the football from Lucy. Yes, something about you know something about that just and I know it was supposed to. It irritated me. I know it was supposed well, to be yeah. funny. Was it supposed to be irritating? Yes, I, I think it was. I, I think it was showing how irritating that Lucy was, <laughs> and that was it. Because I kind of felt like there was a bigger lesson there somewhere. <laughs> Lucy's a bitch. I'm going to say something controversial. I do not like the Peanuts or any of the holiday episodes. You know, that's not really... I've heard other people say that, too. I just just grew up watching it, so it was kind of like part of the pop culture language. And I tell you what, there's no denying the artistic endeavor of of those specials. I mm-hmm. mean, they were groundbreaking in what they right. did. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Just because I respect them doesn't mean I have to like them. <laughs> That's true. That's right. Yeah, and then, you know, the, the, there's always a an underlying, like a morality lesson there that, you know, yeah. Charlie Brown had a good heart. He was a loser. Loser with a good heart. You know, he never gave up hope with the Great Pumpkin. And the lesson is, maybe you shouldn't either. You know, I, I give up hope every time I get out of bed. But <laughs> you know, that doesn't mean you have to. <laughs> Getting out of bed is your Great Pumpkin. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, and then, uh, I mentioned this before we... Uh, started recording it was chips <laughs> now I, I gotta say i don't remember uh, 1980 well, I, I did remember they because they did another one another episode called trick or treat where they i don't know hilarity ensues <laughs> <laughs> but uh they did rock devil rock in 1982 and it it, it has uh the main plot revolved around moloch a shock rocker <laughs> and he wore face makeup like kiss <laughs> and he was played by Donnie Most <laughs> who was TV's Ralph Mouth <laughs> I can't imagine I'd like to see that because I can't imagine what what Donnie Most would look like and he's, years he's saying in um, uh, in the rock he did some song his rock and roll song in the episode <laughs> really and, and so I mean Happy Days was still on at the time in 82 82 absolutely yeah you think of it as being like a 60s sitcom but it really was on in the 70s and 80s right yes it's just based in the 60s exactly well 50s yeah um, and I don't know how to say his last name but the subplot featured a young pre-metallica Robert Trulio the base, oh, the new, tr the bass player. Oh, uh, Trujillo. Is that how? I you think so. Yeah. Yeah, the dude that's always flinging his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he played a teenager named Flippy. <laughs> <laughs> was he flipping his hair? Yeah, I bet he was flipping his hair then too. <laughs> Come down, Flippy. And then, uh, and then finally, Elvira makes an appearance, flirting with Ponch. Of course. <laughs> and, and then they do the tango. And that's how they end it. I uh, probably. <laughs> I, I did, we're, we're out of ideas. Just I will say that I did not look this one up to watch. We're, we're out of ideas. Just was, do the tango. I was not a, a big we'll, Chips fan. We'll do a slow fade. Now, see, I would think Chips would be right up your alley. It's kitschy and campy. It is. But I, I think it's, but I think it was unintentionally campy. I don't think they were going for camp. No, they were not. <laughs> but it ended up later, obviously, being... You know how these things eat themselves, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think Chips is a good example of that. Um, mm, Elvira, though. Yep. What yeah, a we're dame. We're sitting here thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a dame <laughs> that we all don't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I. <laughs> when she came out, uh, as being gay. You you didn't know that. Sandra Peterson. Is what. As, as being gay. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, this was like last year. Uh, oh, and dude, so, so last year. All these, all these uh, message boards on all these old guys saying, 
boy, that's disappointing. Man, I, I can't. <laughs> like, like, dude, like you, you never, ever you had, had a chance. No, no chance. matter what her sexuality yeah. was. Ever. I, I, yeah, damn, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know that. That's interesting. It's kind of like when I found out. You know, one of my crushes in high school and college was Kate Pearson. Oh, um, uh, B-52s? B-52s. Um, have to say she still is <laughs> I've, I've always i've always loved kate pearson but i love the v52s in general um but yeah not that i was disappointed when i found right. out that she was you know that she was gay but not this is not disappointing it's just like you kind of have to re readjust your brain a little bit but right but yeah yeah kate pearson lover no <laughs> barney miller did did an episode did they? Yes. It was called Werewolf. And this was a little bit different. 1976, by the way. Um, there's a man claiming to be a werewolf is arrested in a park. Ooh. Um, I think I remember that one. Um, you may remember it because he reprised that role in like six different episodes that were non-Halloween. Like they would keep arresting. He was like one of the recurring arrestees. Yes. And he was a werewolf and he would stand in the, in the cell and howl and, you know, they would goof on him. Um because wasn't uh, Roger Howitz like freaking out thinking he was going to turn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just kind of stood there howling. <laughs> I love that. Oh man, I love that show. Ron Glass. Um, God. Ron Carey. Yeah. Hal and um, what's his face? Abe Vigoda. Abe, yeah. Forget fish. <laughs> you know you're good when you have your own spinoff with Abe Vigoda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a... God, I, lo- I just loved it. And in the earlier episodes with uh, Sergeant Yamana. Jack Sue. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it was good stuff. And uh, and how amazing that they lucked out with... Uh, what's his name being Dietrich? Oh, uh, Steve... Uh, was it Steve Landsberg? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you would think losing somebody like Jack Sue, mm-hmm. and holy crap, Landsberg was fantastic. Yeah. In that, show. I always felt like later when um, like Richard Belzer joined Law and Order, mm-hmm. it felt like it wasn't as funny, but it was. It, it, I, I could see similarities between him and the the Steven Landsberg uh, Dietrich's character. It was really. Funny, um, but that what? Yeah, that was a just a great show. Wojciechowicz was funny, of course. Um, well, they were all they were all funny. It was just well cast. It was a very well cast. It was. Yeah. Brilliant writing again. Yeah. Uh, now I got to talk about this one for a second. Okay. Uh, Route sixty six. Oh, okay. I didn't see that one. They did one. Uh, October 20, shown on October 26, 1962. And what makes uh, it, it's run of the mill, it's not great television. Because <laughs> it's well, Route 66 wasn't a great television. No, it was okay. Yeah, but, yeah. Martin Miller. <laughs> uh, but what makes it great is that Boris Karloff, Peter Lorre, and Lon Chaney Jr. are all in this episode. Really? Yes. Wow. It is the first time since 1939, 38, that 
uh, Karloff puts on the Frankenstein makeup. Oh, really? And it was also the last time he ever wore it. Wow, I wonder how they talked him into that. I don't know. Maybe they didn't need to. Maybe it's like, and I'm it, looking for an excuse. <laughs> he did not play Dracula. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... Oh. Yes, yes. He, he's, he's more that guy. <laughs> he's bilingual. It's fine. <laughs> he speaks Dracula and Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. Sorry, I don't mean to. But what's interesting, though, so they're having a conversation, the three of them, because they were going to be on something as the monsters, you Mm -hmm. know. And they were talking, saying that, you know, with the way horror is today, with all the killers and and everything else, they, they were like, you know, no one's going to be afraid of a guy dressed up as a monster anymore. Mm. Yeah, because it's like the difference between horror and slasher. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, this is 1962, and what's what's funny is um, just a few years later, um, Karloff would star star in a movie called Targets, and he was. I think it was his last movie role, and it's it's the same thing. Is he the character in that movie is saying, you know, he was had been a horror movie guy, and he's like, well, they're not going to think the stuff is scary anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. uh, sort of the same thing. And that that movie though, uh, Peter Bogdanovich directed it. Yes. Really good movie. It's a very good movie. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I thought that one was, was super interesting because of the uh, the thing with Lori. <laughs> oh, and then they have a say. What it, what is it? Um, oh, uh, Peter Lori's checking into a hotel. <laughs> the uh, the uh, lady at the desk says, "You're the spitting image of Peter Lori," <laughs> and he goes, "That's a bit insulting, isn't it?" <laughs> 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 I love the self-deprecation. That's pretty great. Yes. Yeah. There's a uh, Halloween episode of Night Court. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I think there are a couple. The, I did not have them. Uh, the one it's uh, about the Angel of Death. Oh yeah. Played by Stephen Root. Really? No kidding. Yes. Stephen Root is the tie that binds. It 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 kind of. <laughs> It's like six degrees. I can <laughs> see. Root. Yeah. Oh, he's been in everything. It's crazy. I can see Night Court sort of lending itself to a Halloween episode if you think about it. Right? It, it's it, perfect. Well, yeah. He gets a gets oh, thrown in jail for attempt of. I just lost my I audio. Got I got you. There we go. He gets a uh, gets thrown in jail for contempt of court, uh, and all these people are surviving miraculous accidents. <laughs> while he's in jail. <laughs> and you're right. I mean, it lends itself well because uh, Harry Anderson with the with the magic and yeah, and the venue of, of all the, the like this this carnival of life going through his courtroom. And, yeah, yeah. I can see that lending itself to some good Halloween episodes. Um, and I love the episodes with um, with his dad. John Aston played his dad. Oh, oh. He was in a 
he was uh, thrown into a, an asylum, and he's out, and he keeps going, I'm much better now. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Beaver. Had one. Oh, oh really? 1959. It was called The Haunted House. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did Larry Mondello show up in this one? <laughs> Beaver. Beaver gets a gig as a, as a dog walker for an old lady who is supposedly a witch. And guess what? It's all a big misunderstanding. <laughs> she wasn't really She's a witch. She's not really a witch. Uh-huh. She's a nice old lady after all. <laughs> um, this is not Jerry Mather's first appearance in a uh, Halloween episode. Oh. He was in an episode, Halloween episode of The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. The, Adventure, the Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, I don't. I didn't research that one, but uh, yeah. Again, it's the whole haunted house misunderstanding thing. Seems to be a common, yeah, common theme. <laughs> oh my God! What's that? <laughs> I'm scared. Ryan, it's I the beaver. Yeah, it's the beaver. <laughs> That's a That's funny sounding God. beaver. Yeah. <laughs> now I've heard I've heard beavers in my time. <laughs> Nice beaver. Thanks. I just said it's tough. <laughs> um, different strokes. Talk about different strokes. I had one. Oh, ha- it's called nineteen eighty four. Haunting. We will go. And more of the same. They misunderstanding. They, no, no, no. It's like they they have a they they hear that there's a haunted house down the street, so they go check it out. So, you know, it's that. You think these writers would come up with? I mean, it's hard to do. The Beverly Hillbillies, as we discussed, did it. Um, Bewitched kind of did it, um, but otherwise, it's just hey, I know what we could do. Let's do, <laughs> do a haunted house thing. So I got. <laughs> Damn it! Now I gotta take another shot. So I got. So I got. A, I got. A, I got a question about different strokes. I mean, why? Why did they do a pedophile episode? <laughs> Why did they or didn't they? Why did they? You don't know about the best pilot? Was it the bike? Yes. The bike episode? Yes, Yes, we all know about that. Yes. It's called the Bicycle Man. (laughs) I mean, who came up with that one? It's like, I know, guys, I got got this week's episode. It's going to be in the can by Wednesday. (laughs) Okay, hear me out. Hear me out now. Don't judge too quickly. We're gonna we're gonna have a pedophile try to molest Arnold <laughs> at a bike shop. Is this a Christmas episode? <laughs> no, How many not, t- and I guarantee that uh, ABC would have tonight on a very special on a very special. What was that guy's name that did all those? The oh, I can't think of his name. Yes, right? yeah. yes, Anderson. Somebody Anderson. Yeah, Ernie um, Anderson. Ernie Anderson. Yeah, um, yes. And tonight on a very special different strokes. Um, Frank Caliendo does a really funny thing with that, like the dichotomy, like with these promos. is like, on on just shoot me, David Spade goes crazy. And on a very special. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't. Back in 1984, or yeah, whenever the show was on, I don't know if it was, if that was the year, but um, come on, man, pedophile. <laughs> it's, that's not funny. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Why does sitcoms have 
feel the need to do a series. That's why we have hour-long dramas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always hated the very special episode of yes. everything. Right. On a very special Scrubs. Uh, yeah, I, I was like, I, every time they said on oh, a very JD special, beats I, a pedophile. I yeah. knew I was not going to like the episode. Yes. What I always wanted to hear was on a hilarious new episode of Hill Street Blues. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look another another tangent. Um. Oh man, Halloween! What can you do? What can you, you know? I got one, uh, the Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. Well, now, there you go. Okay, yeah. now, again, you would think, okay, every episode's Halloween. But this one was a Halloween episode. Uh, it was, uh, now it was shown on November 4th, right after, after. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Howling Man. Okay. So, this guy, it, it's shown in flashbacks and in present day. And this guy's uh, hiking through uh, a haunted house, post World War One Europe, <laughs> and he comes upon this castle uh, called the Hermitage, and uh-huh. it's run by monks. Yeah, and um, he, he's he's taken in. At first, they try to turn him away. He's soaking wet. He's he mm-hmm. famished. He's he's beaten down, and they want to turn him away. They don't want him to spend the night there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and oh, and the main monk is played by uh, John Carradine. Oh, there you go, fantastic yeah. horror fantastic. character right. actor. Um, so then they get in there. He gets in there, and he hears howling. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a lot of money out of that. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he's like, "What was that?" So, so he. Looks around and he finds this guy in a cell, and it's got a just a a staff, mm-hmm. a crook staff, holding him in, holding him in there. And uh, the guy's like, "Well, can you move this so I can get out? They've been holding me hostage." Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, it winds up the guy feels bad for this guy, removes the staff. Which Carradine says is the staff of truth. Uh. Guy starts walking out, and the camera does one of these where you, you can see him walking toward you, and then it, it gets to the camera, and then it goes back, and yeah. you see him from the front again. Each time it comes to him, uh, the, 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 when the camera comes around, he's changed a little bit. The ears grow pointy, and he has a little goatee. Oh, wow. And he says, ha-ha, I'm the devil, I fooled you. <laughs> so it, it turns out that yeah, Isaac, it, she, was, she was John Lovitz. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I tricked you again. <laughs> so, yeah, and so anyway. So, so now this guy is looking for the devil. Mm-hmm. And he it goes back to, to, to current time. And he has... Uh, a, a staff on his closet door and you hear a howling and right before the episode ends you see the maid reaching for the staff oh, oh great the, episode the devil's in the closet yes wow. <laughs> let him out you've let me out of the closet I've been in here way too long <laughs> <laughs> 
ये नेवर शर्म सक में आ रहे हैं You'll see. You're gonna be sorry now. I'll show you. It is a very fine line between John Lovitz <laughs> and uh, uh, Jay Gruber. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Edward G. Ro- Edward G. Robinson. Jay <laughs> Gruber. <laughs> But I knew who you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. See. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> What else you got? I got nothing. I got Quantum Leap. And Quantum I, Leap. You don't remember this show? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Scott Now, did you like the show? Dean Stock. Oh, I loved it. Really? No, no, I, I, honest to God, thought you would be like sentimental hogwash. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm W. C. Fields. <laughs> sentimental hogwash. <laughs> Or a Joker Agiola. Sounds kind of like that too. Ball and strike. I I I, I loved. No, I, I love that show. Love Quantum Leap, and I always like the beginning sequences. Like, oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. On a very special a very Quantum Leap. Very special Quantum Leap. <laughs> Dean Stockwell passes away. Dean Stockwell was fantastic. Great. Dean Stockwell's. Did you ever see? Was it Gentleman's Agreement? Um, sure. Remember Gentleman's Agreement? Gentleman's Agreement was a movie in the fifties. This is another tangent, um, but it was it was a it was another one of those groundbreaking movies. It was a reporter who decided to disguise himself as a Jew. He was not a Jew, but he decided disguise himself as Jewish, and he would try to rent hotel rooms and whatnot, and how mm-hmm. he faced discrimination because of that, and he would report on that. Well, his son in that is a very young Dean Stockwell. He's a little boy. He is hysterical in that. You should watch A Gentleman's Agreement just to see. I'll have to check Dean Stockwell. He's, he's probably like eight or nine years well, yeah, old. Yeah, I mean, great. What he was in, he, he he was in all kind of movies when he was a little kid. Oh yeah, and he was he was in one that I as an adult I saw not too long ago. Where he was he was a bad. No, it was um. Where's my fucking bourbon? What's the name of it? Blue Velvet. Oh, oh God! Yeah. Why did I think of all the quotes in Blue Velvet? Where's my fucking bourbon? Came to mind. <laughs> I just thought you wanted yeah, some bourbon. Yeah, I did. Chill. <laughs> I, Blue Velvet to me, the, uh, all I think of is "fuck you, you fucking fuck." <laughs> I love. I like Blue Velvet. I it was that is a weird. Movie. It's a weird movie, but it's good. Oh, I love it's, it. It's really good. Very um, good movie. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's uh, Dean Stockwell's in that, obviously, and he's a really creepy fuck in that. Oh um, God, yeah, yeah, he's scary, scary, creepy in that one. Uh, uh, singing uh, the Roy Orbison thing yes, with, the, right. with with the uh, light. Yes, good lord. Yeah, yeah. What a what a he was a sinister bastard in that. And he's not doesn't that's not usually what he plays. No, but um, he's usually like the lovable gruff grump that you know has is has has a heart of gold. <laughs> So in, in this one, this uh, this episode's in 1990, mm-hmm. and uh, Sam leaps into the body of a 19, uh, uh, in 1964 a horror novelist, uh, and there's all kind of weird things and people start dying, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he he has a, a, a they're, they're making a haunted house, and he has a a, a, a teenager. That's helping him out. His name's Stevie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and then as things get going, things are getting weirder and weirder. And um, and I noticed, I, I just watched this one the other day, and I, I never noticed it. But when, in, in, in the Quantum Leap, whenever, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Sam, uh, uh, Dean Stockwell. Yeah, what was his name? I can't remember because I think of him as Dean, as Dean Stockwell. <laughs> yeah. I tend to do that. Yeah, but anyway, whenever he would come in most episodes, you'd hear the door open and shut. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I never noticed that you never <clears throat> heard that. He would just show up in this episode. Oh. Well, as it went on and things got weirder and weirder, his eyes were all red and... He starts strangling Sam, and he's spinning him around. It goes, I want to stop you from messing up all the stuff I've done. Oh, wow. That's cool. Oh, it was fantastic. And then, uh, finally, it, it, it goes back to, like, the beginning of the episode where he had fallen down a couple of steps, and mm-hmm. it, was, it was a dream thing. But then uh, the, the, the kicker was... Uh, Stevie is leaving, and he, he had said, I, "I'm going to make the, the the scariest book ever." Mm-hmm. Only goes, only then nobody will want to read it. Yeah. So he goes out to his Plymouth Fury and pets his pet dog Cujo. <laughs> That's brilliant. That is brilliant. Uh, it, it what a great episode that was. Um, yeah, and I guess my last my last uh, episode was Freaks and Geeks. Did you? Watch I was wondering that if you were gonna. I, didn't, I watched the show and I, I thought it was good, um, but I I didn't see the Halloween episode of that. And I, I and I saw as I was doing research, I saw a reference to the Freaks and Geeks, and I was thinking, man, that's probably too obscure. But you've got something on it apparently. So it, it, it was. A, it's one of my favorite Halloween episodes. Yes. <laughs> The one, uh, the, the, so they dress up. They, they're all thinking that they're too old to go trick or treating. Mm-hmm. And Sam convinces them, well, let's do the one last time. And so one dresses up as Groucho Marx. <clears throat> Sam dresses up as a robot. <laughs> and then, oh, what was his name? Martin Starr, the actor. It was in this was in this and he dresses up he's wearing a dress and a wig and they're like oh you're, you're a girl he goes i'm a bionic woman <laughs> <laughs> that's good it, it was it was a great episode um his sister winds up uh, throwing uh oh hitting him with in the head with a, a egg and uh, so they get uh, they, they get their candy taken away and they're humiliated by yeah. Lindsay and uh, but it was a good, it was it was a very good episode uh, that that show was brilliant it yeah. really was yeah that's one worth revisiting because it wasn't on very long um, yeah one season yeah so <clears throat> I could not believe it was canceled not yeah. picked back up yeah what network was it on. I want to think ABC. ABC. Oh, you're, I think you're right. I think it was ABC. Yeah. But I, I love that show. Yeah. Now, quickly, let's talk about a couple of <clears throat> made-for-TV okay. 
movies. Yeah. So, my first one is Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. This one freaked me the fuck out when I saw it. I was a kid. What was it like? 1981. 81. Okay. So, I was 11. I was one. That's (laughs) the one where he gets... Larry Drake yeah. is the, the, the mentally handicapped mm, right guy. And he hides in the scarecrow. He gets uh, blamed for uh, killing this girl mm-hmm. who was, I think, attacked by a dog. Mm-hmm. And, and she wasn't even killed. And right. these vigilante uh, locals uh, round him up, decided he killed her mm-hmm. because they were always playing together. Right. And uh, so they go after him. He hides in the scarecrow in the field. Mm-hmm. They find him. Give him the pitchforks. Pitchforks yeah. through him. And then a scarecrow starts taking off out everybody. Yeah. I remember one, there was like he like he released a bunch of grain in a grain silo. And yes, yeah. the guy's hiding in a grain silo. Yeah, and right. all of a sudden the grain opens up. <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I remember that movie. It was, it was, I was freaked out by it. I mean, I was freaked out by the whole scarecrow, the the the, the where they kill him. I yes. mean, that freaked me out bad enough. But then he was like getting his revenge. It's like okay, eh, this is. I'll, I'll keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like good for you. Yeah, you go, kid. You gotta live your best life or afterlife, as as the case may be. <laughs> Um, then I've got, can you hear my pages? Yes. Some You've got sound the Howard Stern thing going over here. <laughs> hey now. Um, I have to talk a little bit about Salem's Lot. Okay. Uh, 1979, it was a miniseries. Based on the, the Stephen book, King novel. Now, speaking, before we go into this, you, you did you finish uh, 1122? I have not finished it. I'm about halfway through it. Um, but, again, it's it's just a page turner. I don't know. I'll often go through 500 pages of a book in a week. But I've somehow managed, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. And, yeah, and I've read Salem's Lot. And I guess, you know, it took me a long time to realize that Salem was a shortened version of Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Yeah. Yes. So um, that was kind of a cool revelation for me. Um, so I didn't see the miniseries. Though. I just read the book. Boy, I tell you what. This is really, really well done. Is it? Man, uh, David Soule is the novelist. Mm-hmm. Um, Lance Kerwin is the kid that he teams up with. Fantastic. I mean, it, this is really done well. And um, James Mason's in it. Really? Yeah. Uh, Fred Willard is in it. Fred Willard is in it. Is he funny or is he no, just regular he, phrase? He's, like he's, a, yeah, he's, okay. he's, he's uh, a serious actor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of the creepiest moments ever on a made-for-TV movie are 
in Salem's Lot. I mean, so was this on during the the golden age of the miniseries, like the seventies, eighties. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. This was like a two part, okay, thing. Yeah, but it was fantastic. Yeah. Um. So this one was on uh, CBS. Okay. My God, I mean, I'll have to watch that, especially having you know having read the book. You know, it's yeah. I always like to I always like to compare how faithfully like a book compares to the to the, the reproduction on film. Yeah. Whatever, so um always curious about that. But yeah. that was a great book. I mean Salem's Lot was, was great. It was. Then Okay, so uh, this this X Files um home this was a lot different episode. Um, they, uh, it was basically about some murderous inbred family. <laughs> I like it already. <laughs> so uh, there's, there's, um, there was a family there called the Peacocks. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's it's brutal. Um, there it starts off with a woman giving birth, and then you see three guys, and it's it's a bit shadowy. You can't quite make them out, but they look kind of screwed up. Uh-huh. And they take the baby and bury it hmm. out in a field. Well, it turns out that. They, they they show up uh, some kids playing baseball, and the kid taps home plate, and blood starts coming up. Oh shit! And they find the baby, oh, and the baby is horribly deformed. But the, they do an autopsy and find that it was killed by inhaling dirt, so it was alive. Oh fuck! That's ugh, I, the buried alive thing is. Ugh. Okay, go ahead. Um, Scully suggests that the baby's defect could have been caused by inbreeding and Mulder insists this would be impossible because the the peacocks seem to be an all-male household because they said that the parents had died in a car accident a mm-hmm. couple of years earlier so now they're investigating uh, and uh, they they go to the, the the sheriff and ask what he knows about this and the sheriff is Andy Taylor. Andy Taylor. The, that's his name. Oh, okay. Sheriff Andy Taylor. Ha ha ha! Good. <laughs> and he he actually has a deputy named Barney. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so the lab tests indicate that the baby's parents were members of the Peacock family, mm-hmm. uh, believing they they believe that the three cut pre- peacock brothers that are living there they must be holding the dead baby's mother hostage uh so the 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 agents and deputy barney they go to get uh, oh, oh and before this they're the the peacock boys are pissed off that sheriff andy taylor is going to start looking coming mm-hmm. around so right. they show them getting into their the this like an, I don't know if it's an old Cadillac or whatever. It's a big 
big old uh, convertible. Mm-hmm. And there shows them getting in that car and they're going to the sheriff's house. And Johnny Mathis is singing Wonderful, Wonderful. <laughs> so you've got this wonderful, wonderful playing mm-hmm. while they're heading to murder. Oh, wow. And then they, they park the car out front, go in and bludgeon the sheriff and his wife to death with these baseball bats and shit. And you can still hear Johnny Mathis singing. Wow. It's creepy as hell. Um, then they go to look at the, the, the Peacock's house. They, they have the house all booby-trapped, so the deputy goes in and is beheaded. Mm. Um, they, the two of the three brothers wind up getting killed. They find the woman under the bed mm-hmm. that is the mother. She's limbless and all deformed. Oh, Turns out it was the mother. She survived the, the car crash and gave birth. And all three sons were fathers because they've had inbreeding so long in their family. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, this episode, the the network only aired it one time. Yeah, I'll bet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, You should see us over here. It's like you should have the flashlight under your chin while you tell the story. Yeah. Now, some of the inspiration came from a story in Charlie Chaplin's autobiography. Mm -hmm. While touring with a musical theater production, he stayed in a miner's tenement home in Wales. After dinner, the host introduced Chaplin to a disfigured and legless man named Gilbert who slept in a kitchen cupboard. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So... Chaplin described the man as half a man with no legs, an oversized blonde flat head, and a sickening white face with a sunken nose and a large mouth. He could jump using his arms. He would, then he would flop around and then sang and danced. Chaplin was fucking freaked the fuck out about this deformed person that they brought out of cupboard. You, you lost me at he would flop around and sing and dance. Yes. I'm just here. Welcome to my cupboard. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hard not to sound insensitive. But that's, I mean, that's creepy as fuck. <laughs> the fact he would jump with his hands. Yes. It's like Mr. Bojangles. <laughs> <laughs> Except a horribly disfigured one. <laughs> So yeah, that oh is God, that's a, that is the very special. I wonder if you could find that streaming somewhere. Oh yeah, I, that I, would be. I, yeah, it, it's on Hulu, I believe. Okay, I believe they have uh, all of the X Files episodes. I was hoping it was on Peacock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it should be on Peacock, shouldn't it? <laughs> it 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 is. It's seriously a disturbing episode. It's it is absolutely worth a watch. Yeah. And by far, by far, the creepiest Halloween episode of anything. You've of ever seen. anything. Wow! And it's X Files of all things. X Files. Yeah. Wow. Just like the sheriff was Barney. Which was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had Andy and Barney. I mean, so they had some levity in there, but then they really fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Levity's over. Well, there's so many peacocks. <laughs> 
Um, no. <laughs> it's a pretty good Don Knotts. We cannot. We cannot fit, go. We have to talk about the Paul Lynn Halloween special. <laughs> Before we wrap this up, we have to talk about the Paul Lynn Halloween special. Uh, this is another one that aired one time. I came across this a little bit, yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. So it, it, it starts off with Paul Lynn uh, singing Christmas songs because <laughs> he thinks he's doing a Christmas. And then he's dressed up as an Easter bunny <laughs> singing, Here Comes Peter Cottontail. <laughs> then Valentine. Then finally the he housekeeper says it is a Halloween episode. And uh, so the, the, his housekeeper is Margaret Hamilton, mm-hmm. who was the Wicked Witch in uh, Wizard of Oz. Right. Um, so then Margaret says uh, she'll take him away because he, he doesn't wait all the kids. <laughs> That's right. Kids. What's the matter with kids today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they, he actually did sing his a special version of Oh, he did. Kids. Oh, sweet. That's kind of what he's known for, right? Yeah. A little bit. And, uh, oh, and he claims to like them until a group of kids in devil costumes take him, torment him, and put him in a garbage can. And <laughs> two of the kids take off their mask, and it's Donnie and Marie Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, then... <laughs> Uh, they, they, they say they're going to get Paul away from the kids and drive him to Gloomsbury Manor where Margaret Hamilton who is now looks like the Wicked Witch of the West mm-hmm. uh, to see her sister who is played by Billy Hayes as Witchy Poo from H.R. Uh, Puff and stuff <laughs> and they are, when they, Paul realizes they're both witches um, and there's a third good witch uh, Miss Halloween, played by Betty White. Okay. God, that sounds like a really bad trip. <laughs> oh, it's a really bad everything. <laughs> uh, so then he, I, I guess he gets three wishes. Yes, he gets three wishes. And we get to see Wishes them. or witches? Wishes. wishes. <laughs> he gets to see, the, the, you get to see his wishes. And his first wish, Paul wishes to be a trucker. Being reinvented as Big Red, and he is wearing a white coverall studded (laughs) outfit. Of course, he is. (laughs) And uh, he he, um, he has a girlfriend who uh, a waitress named. Kinky Pinky, who was <laughs> Pinky Tuscatero. <laughs> uh-huh. And he finds out Pinky has two timed him with another trucker played by Tim Conway. <laughs> oh, classic. <laughs> uh, okay, they return to the manor and Kiss performs Detroit Rock. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> It seems really random. <laughs> and uh, they're so, so the, then after that, Paul and the witches are sitting through a boring game of Monopoly. Paul offhandedly wishes he were in the Sahara Desert and he's transformed to do the chic chic. 
Lusting After the Snow Queen, uh, Lady Cicely Westinghouse, I, I played by Florence Henderson. I bet he was not lusting after her. <laughs> <laughs> and so he has another <laughs> the, 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 the nemesis, uh, played by Conway. <laughs> And uh, so they have his third, oh, pleased with his two wishes, he offers his third wish to the witches who wish to go to a disco (laughs) (laughs) and uh, see Paul and Henderson perform that old black magic Mm -hmm. and Kiss returns (laughs) and they do King of the Nighttime World and Beth and then the big finale is uh, Paul and Pinky singing Disco Lady and uh, the whole ensemble dances a disco dance while they're doing Disco Lady. (laughs) That sounds like the worst thing ever. (laughs) Oh God it is. (laughs) And you had okay you had Paul Lynn, Margaret Hamilton, Billy Hayes, Billy Barty. Billy Barty there you go. Uh, Tim Conway, Roz Kelly, Betty White, Kiss, Donnie, and Marie. Sounds what? like a really weird, weird Mad Lib. Man, yeah, it does. <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood Mad Lib. This, exactly. it right, sums up, band. it really sums up 70s variety shows. <laughs> yes. I mean, that, it seals exactly <laughs> what variety shows were back then. Did that kill the variety shows? Ooh. Killed them. No, they lasted a while longer after yeah. that. Don't! Yeah. <laughs> Remember in the 80s, Dom DeLuise had his own variety show. Like, it would air at midnight oh, on Sundays. He? Yeah. Everybody had their own variety show. It was pretty show. bad. Um, Don needs other people. And not, not a big part. He needs to be... Dom DeLuise oh, always needed yes. to be in smaller... I, yeah. Like a sidekick. Smaller like doses. Like he can't carry... Right. On his own. Right. I get that. Yeah, yeah, I like him. Oh, I he's just, he's just, I think he's really funny. Um, but I don't know if you ever saw the movie The End. Yes, he was great in that. Yes, he was as the the completely crazy guy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then, of course, he was great in Cannonball Run. Yes, and he, yeah, he was. As, he's always Burt Reynolds' sidekick, right? Mm-hmm. It was always that was his thing. Um, but yeah, I always like Dom DeLuise. So how did you guys like the Halloween episode? Was Very it scary? scary. Just, makes me want candy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find some of them whack lips. What? Well, I want to find some of them whack lips. Whack, whack or wax. wax? Wax lips or maybe uh, the wax thing. Whack, whack lips. <laughs> <laughs> Them lips is whack. Yeah, yo, yo, them lips is whack, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I should go trick-or-treating this year. I could still pull it off, right? I'm like 5'2". Sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Think I'm right. It's like, it's like I'd be like the only nine-year-old with a beer gut. <laughs> <laughs> this is a juice box good. Yeah. <laughs> this is Capri Sun. The house that Capri Sun built. <laughs> I swear to God, it didn't. <laughs> What would you go as? What would I go as? Yeah. Um, 
Mork. Bart Simpson. Ooh. Mork. <laughs> yeah. Mork. yeah. There Mork. you go. <laughs> <laughs> it goes Mork. Remember the uh, you, 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 uh, the Ben Cooper Collegeville costumes with the plastic mask? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, would, you would always get a cut yes. under your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and your face would be drenched from your breath. And your, your face smelled like breath yeah. <laughs> when you took it off. <laughs> It was horrible. <laughs> Where I'm from, it was like Halloween. It's like you know, 83 degrees. Oh shit, that's right. At Ten o'clock in the evening. You know, yeah. So like, oh my god. We're in hundred percent humidity. <laughs> right. This isn't worth the candy. It really isn't. We're in a All trash, trash bag for a suit. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Hmm. Oh man. We should do this again. We should. We should next Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be the time frame. <laughs> right. So we want to thank everybody for hanging out with us. We hope everybody had a spooky time. <laughs> Which, were you scared? I was kind of scared. I, I thought you just pooped yourself. <laughs> I thought you were stroking out there. No, I spooked myself. <laughs> Brian just took a spooky it's a dookie. Big, it's a big difference. <laughs> spooky dookie. Yeah, jeez. So we are going to see you again real soon. We're not actually going to see you. No, we never So don't see wave you. at us. <laughs> yeah. You look dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, we want to thank everybody hanging out with us. We hope everybody had a good time. We are going to see you again real soon. Take care, everybody. Well, that was fun. It was good. You had... Like one of those little things like a like a DJ does it on a morning show where you had like the sound effects. Yes. Weenie in the butt. <laughs> we, 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 we need a butt. Be <laughs> 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 like spring sounds and rip the knob off. Turn it up and rip the knob off. Turn it up to eleven. <laughs> we 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 need a one of five one six. We need to buy butt, 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 I'm just glad we got through two of them. <laughs> That's what she said. See? Yeah. Did it, honey. Haven't seen that in years. Better than circus peanuts. I you know, I kinda like circus peanuts. Oh, you that would a little warm, spongy. It's like you would. You would. It's like you fucker. That's <laughs> why everybody hates you. You would. He's trying to drown us out. I know, it's just, yeah, then there's like another verse, there's nobody singing.
<laughs> be fun with it. Why not? We've heard all kinds of other stupid shit, right? Good evening, Sugar Bros. Podcast. Halloween. Trick or treat, everybody! Yeah.